Good evening and welcome to the Urban Village where the old school house party and community is alive and well. Hi, good evening. It's a little late today, a lot of things going on and I just couldn't get myself in gear. Daylight savings time being one of them. I'm Colette Barris, host of the Urban Village and we're blessed to be here another evening. This is week four of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. For some, um, I'm probably of the thought that we probably are looking at the start of World War III if we're not already in it, as noted historians and, and political um, anthologists that study war have said Let's try to stay positive though, right? Let's try to pray for peace. Know that God always has the upper hand and the master plan. And that somehow, in the not too distant future, this will end. Because Europe is frightened. Because they know, you know, Putin wants to push back to the old Tsar Empire and take it all the way out to the sea. Yep, he does. This is week six, I believe, of Brittany Griner um, and her um, as a political prisoner in Russia. Let's pray for her release. Let's push for her release. We want Brittany Griner home. And it's shameful because as a young black woman, a young queer black woman, 31 years of age, dead silence, dead silence. And if the WNBA was worth its salt in anything, these players wouldn't, wouldn't go overseas to play. Brittany, as countless others, uh, go over because the WNBA um, their top salary is 221000 and I believe the team she played for over in Russia, owned by one of the many Putin oligarchs, paid her well over a million dollars a year. She had no choice. WNBA, get your act together. Why is there such a differential decline in salary for female athletes? Why? Again, you know, it can't always be about the tea. It can't be about the testimony. It cannot. You know, in this International Women's History Month, again, had there been equity and pay, Brittany Griner would be home right now with her family. Moving on. Well, it's been a week. Um, some of the more important things that we should pay attention to, we haven't been, like voting rights, the midterm elections, making sure that Stacey Abrams becomes the next governor of, of Georgia, um, and watching our local elections, making sure we're getting the right people in. Do you know that there are conservative right-wing organizations that travel 
throughout the country loading up school boards with the candidates of their choice. They call it down-balloting, and they do it quite well. And if you look carefully, you will see the same people over and over again, moving from town to town with this madness. Please, local citizens, get involved in your local government. Run for offices that support the community and greater goodness. Please, because if you don't, it will still be taken away from us. Next thing, I want you to understand that we've got to now go back to really taking care of ourselves. And when I say take care of ourselves, that means we have to watch out for one another. We can't be at each other's throats. We have to protect each other. Because you know what? There are people and organizations and corporations that they spend a full day and at night calculating how they're going to steal from those who have worked so hard for so long. And now there's an entitlement of, hey, you know what? You have too much and I'm going to take it. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the gentrification that is happening throughout major cities. But in my case, since I live in Los Angeles City and County, how the city of Los Angeles and the area known as Los Angeles's jungle or Baldwin Hill Village is being taken away and sold to white investors, jacking the rents of these places up to $2,000, $3,000 a month and moving people who have lived in this community out and there's nowhere for them to go. In Southern California or even Northern California, California in general, the housing is so expensive, a one bedroom apartment in the jungle in Baldwin Village um, today on the open market is between $1,500 and $1,800 a month. You know, you have families stacking two and three bunk beds in a room trying to live. It's gotten to be that bad. And we have to, again, help each other. The homeless situation in, Cal in Los Angeles, because the weather's warm, probably mm, seven to eight months out of the year. You know, I, you know we, we've heard the stories of local governments across the country giving people a bus ticket and $200 and saying, you know, leave the state and go there. You know, it's really bad. It's really bad. Um, underpasses of freeway and bridges lined with those that have fallen on bad times due to mental health issues and or drug related issues. And let's not, you know, put out of the picture the, no, look at this. The, the white race and its profound use of opiates and what it's done to so many families across the country. You know, with the influx of fentanyl, which is actually killing people. I mean, you know, one day you're alive and the next you're gone with fentanyl. It's that toxic and poison. So we have a lot to overcome. The mayor's race is coming up. It's said that Rick Caruso and Karen Bass will be the top contenders for the Democratic 
uh, seat for mayor of Los Angeles. Um, Rick Caruso, excuse me, Rick Caruso, I stand, please forgive me, is a real estate and a uh, developer. He's got some of the biggest developments in the state, the Grove and the Americana um, in Glendale, just to name a few. Karen Bass is a politician from Los Angeles, and she's now in Congress. She has done great work in a little bit of time. But you know what? I'm going to reserve and wait to see who's best, because one thing I know is by Rick Caruso being a developer, one thing he probably is familiar with is housing. Not to say that he's not responsible for some of the gentrification, but if we're going to talk about development or on or existing um, use for people who are unhoused, it would be probably some like someone like him in terms of cleaning up Los Angeles and making it once again a place where you want to live. Mm, I really would like to see them both. Karen Bass and Rick Caruso debate the facts and I make my opinion but as it is right now you know Rick Caruso believe it or not is not out of the realm of possibility for me I'm gonna wait and see because he is a Democrat you know I know just because you can doesn't mean you should but I have to understand and see what's gonna happen because LA is in bad, bad straits. It's it's really dire right now. Um, we know that the situation in Ukraine is horrific. And I think what's weighing on me is that it's hard to see it and feel it and not be forced to embrace it. Like I said, eyes wide open yet shut. It's just so much to see and do. We're on overload. We're absolutely on overload. Masks have been lifted in a lot of the country. In Los Angeles, the marathon is Sunday. And um, it says, you know, though there's been a lifting of the mask ordinance, ordinance and for people to be careful, um, I think her name is Barbara Ferrer, the LA County's Director of Public Health said, well, you know, if you're in a crowd, make sure you have your mask on, you know, that you've been double masked. Those are the things that have to happen. So again, I want to remind you, um, the effective way of having and utilizing a mask, if you're going to use a three-ply paper or cloth mask, the blue ones, you want to double them and you want to change your mask about every 30 minutes to an hour because they don't hold up. It becomes useless after that. You can use a K95, which is distinguishable between an N95 because using a K95, the um, brace goes around both of your ears. With a K95, I mean, excuse me, an N95, it usually goes over your head. An N95 is probably the gold standard, has about a 24-hour use. The K95s last for about 20, 18 to 20 hours and the um, disposable paper or cloth mask need to be changed every hour. Regardless of what you do, please make sure you follow that mask mandate, particularly since now uh, Moderna 
Moderna is asking for a fourth shot, aka another booster. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about you, but for me, when I got my booster, my ears have been ringing ever since. And one of the things that I discovered is that the vaccine may play a role in tendonitis. That means the ringing that, you know, that you hear in your ear. Supposedly it gets better in time, but it may be one of the ill effects of the COVID vaccine. But you know what? I'll take it over COVID any day. Wow, I cannot believe I'm at the end. It goes so fast. And I so enjoy my time with you. So. Remember, the story is never told until the lion, yes, the lion is the storyteller and the hunter is not. Stay motivated, stare right in the face of adversity and say, I will get through, stay healthy and stay well. Bye-bye. This has been a Brown Bear, Reggie Valens, Patrick Bolton, Don Carter, Karen Bennett, and Bev Riley Production. Feeling like there's nothing left? A little down, sad about our reality? Well, guess what? Read the book that's out there to change and bring you a smile. Claretta Street by Colette Bears in bookstores everywhere.